WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden in Florida for a first-hand look at Hurricane Adalia's destruction. Adalia made landfall Wednesday morning along Florida's Big Bend region as a Category 3, causing widespread flooding and damage. American employers adding 187,000 jobs in August, evidence of a slowing uh, labor market. Unemployment rate rose from 3.5 to 3.8 percent. That is the highest level since February of 2022. The impeachment trial of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton getting underway in the state Senate on Tuesday. Paxton facing charges of bribery and abuse of power. He is just the third official in the state's nearly 200-year history to be impeached. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. Mm, it's one out of every 10 of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Check out the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. Make sure to click the Half-Off Deals icon so you can start saving 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. That's the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, your Saturday forecast, cloudy, then gradually sunny, will be a hot one today, high in the mid-90s. Tonight's low 75 and clear skies into Sunday, more sun, high around 100. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Uh, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Twenty one years going on twenty two of being the best Mitch Berg style blog covering things I care about in Minnesota and perhaps worldwide. Uh, of course, it uh, was one of the blogs that started the impetus towards doing a grassroots radio show 20 years ago. In fact, we were just starting to hatch the idea that became the NARN about this time 20 years ago. People were starting to talk about it by, by people. I mean, myself, Brian Ward, Chad, uh, the elder, uh, John Hinderocker, Scott Johnson, James Lilacs, all the people that became the NARN first started talking about maybe maybe a, a radio show would be fun to do. Maybe Maybe someone will bite on the idea of putting a bunch of amateurs on the radio with prime major market airtime and letting them talk politics. And joke was on everyone, I guess. <laughs> the, the show that was supposed to last six weeks, going on its 20th anniversary, along with my colleagues Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up in about an hour here for two hours. Uh, he knows where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics, and he uh, tells us with style. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 
9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, we were the first grassroots talk show in America. We are still the best. And by the way, we dominate the entire Twin Cities media. Uh, and it's, it's so unfair. They have to keep us down to half hour, uh, eight hours a week just to make it seem like an interesting fight. It's not. Anyway, <clears throat> some ambiguity. Of course, we were talking with Walter Hudson about the about the way that, that DFL messaging that goes into any depth greater than selfies and selfies of jamming food down our faces and uh, selfies of, of people dancing around after they pass a badly thought out bit of legislation that's going to cost this state tens of millions of dollars to defend in court and in many cases likely lose or cost uh, even more in lost revenues, in people leaving the state, in damages, in uh, damages to Minnesota businesses. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about that in coming weeks here. The the extent to which D- the DFL's legislative orgy this past, and I mean that in the in the sense of unseemly activity, not not the other uh, not the other definition here, but the the DFL's orgy of legislation, which of which this this SRO, the school resource officer flap, is just the latest among many. Uh, you can see why. They they try and keep their messaging to selfies and TikToks and not actually engage about any of this and basically speak, hoping, desperately hoping that the media doesn't actually bite the hand that feeds it. Uh, for example, one of those cases is in the years since the advent of COVID, three years now, three and a half years, actually, when you get right down to it. Downtown Minneapolis, actually a good chunk of Minneapolis as a whole, has gotten pummeled. Now, for example, uptown Minneapolis has always been the center of Minneapolis culture. I mean, downtown is certainly a, has always traditionally, up until COVID, been a destination. It's one of those places that, that when I was considering where to go when I got out of college, and I looked at... at I looked at Minneapolis and I came to downtown Minneapolis. I thought, well, this this hustle and bustle and throb and stuff going on is just so cool. I just had to be here. I just had to be here. It was it was an amazing place to be. And uptown, well, this collection of of alternative rockers and and the home of the Minneapolis punk scene that I wanted to be in on, and I, I guess I was in on so much for for so long there. Uh, it's it's all pretty much dead today. You go down to Uptown, housing values, home prices, real estate prices are down 15% on average. And that's actually, that's the average. There are places, parts of Uptown, where there are some asking prices that are off by 50%. 15% is your average, and that's bad enough. I, we're talking, you know, housing prices are still, as a general rule, holding up okay. I mean, that's going to change soon as the, as the high interest rates set in uh, over time here. But the, 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 the housing prices in Uptown, I mean, the good news is they're becoming more affordable. Prices off by a sixth. That's 
a sixth. If your savings account, if your 401k, if your retirement account were to crash by 16% over the course of uh, <laughs> over the course of a couple of years, you'd be giving someone an earful. You'd be looking for a new financial planner. You'd be looking for someone to 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 fix the problem that you had. And it is a problem. Uh, I mean, the fact that these are people's life, years worth of people's investments in residential real estate are getting cleaned out. Not cleaned out like Detroit cleaned out, not, not $100,000, $120,000 houses moving for 6000 bucks, but you lose 15, 16% of the value in no time in figuratively speaking no time a year 3 years that's a that's a kick in the head and downtown minneapolis is the subject of this double talk that we're getting people talking out of both sides of their mouths uh downtown minneapolis is is in rough shape and and uptown it may be even worse. Uh, we're rightly informed by the party, powers that be that downtown Minneapolis is turning the corner. I mean, they've been saying this for two years now, ever since 2021, when some people started making their move back into the office. But the word coming out of downtown now is that while some offices and some major employers are making moves to bring people back, that downtown Miss Minneapolis desperately needs Target to force its workers back into the office. Uh, this is a piece that uh, came up from Channel 11. Not a conservative outlet. Uh, reporter Brianna Kelly, I'm quoting Channel 11 now, spent months talking with downtown Minneapolis businesses about the flexible hybrid approach of downtown's largest employer and the impact it's having on the local economy. Quote, you know, everyone wants Target to be back. We need Target to be back, said uh, reporter Brianna Kelly. They're a huge part of the entire ecosystem downtown. Now, if you've watched the way major cities, cities of all sizes, major and minor, where the economy of an area is so focused on one business that having that business change course or have changes in course forced upon it uh, changes things so badly that the entire health and well-being of whatever place that you're, you're you're talking about depends on that one business you got something wrong something is very wrong there some part of the way that government has manipulated the market is is going very very badly i i mean even small cities i mean i i grew up in a small town uh in rural north dakota and out there Agriculture is everything. I mean, I mean, and when the agriculture market turns south, and it most certainly did in the early 1980s. I mean, in the early 1980s, America as a whole had a recession. It was a full-blown depression out there because there's, there's, there's nothing, nothing else. Unemployment was well into two digits uh, throughout my last part of high school and first part of my college years. I mean, there's a lot of reasons I left North Dakota, although the place is doing very well these days. I mean, and even my hometown is doing pretty decent, even though it's safely insulated from all that 
oil wealth out west and all of that tech wealth in Fargo. Uh, so it's doing okay. Things are still not as diverse as they should be for a healthy economy. And that's one of those things that when I was looking for a place to move as a young fella, as a 21, 22-year-old thinking, where, where do where do I, I go to start the next chapter of my life, the adult years, the, the, the part that I'm actually looking forward to, the part that I've been trying to get ready for since I was six years old. And the idea of having some place with a diverse economy, some place that wasn't dependent on one industry, was an attractive one. And this is not a new pattern. I mean, you look at all the old textile towns of New England uh, that that shriveled up and blew away when the textile market moved overseas. Uh, when when uh, essentially all cloth wound up getting made uh, overseas, not all of it, but the vast majority of it, the stuff that that you're buying at most places in America. You 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 have that. You, you I mean, the Rust Belt became the Rust Belt. Because manufacturing moved elsewhere. Manufacturing moved elsewhere because after World War II, I mean, we were able to build a huge manufacturing base when we, when, when the markets were not global. And especially when all of the rest of the world's economies were bombed completely flat. Yeah, we could, we could build an unsustainable union-focused labor market that was completely unsustainable when countries like Japan and Germany and China became competitors. And so towns that were built around manufacturing died around manufacturing. And so if downtown Minneapolis, ostensibly a first-class city, ostensibly a, what's the term that everyone beats to death, vibrant city, is dependent on one company, bringing its people back. That's a problem. It's even bigger, as problems go, when you're... (laughs) It's even bigger, as problems go, when your um, city uh, has its uh, one major industry on which its health depends, and that industry, that company, that concern has been making moves to move that business elsewhere for quite some time. I mean, you do realize, downtown Minneapolis, that Target can move all of those downtown workers out to Brooklyn Park to its huge headquarters out there, save a ton of money, save a ton of property taxes, and leave you worse uh, off than you are today, right? You do, don't you? Uh, More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley. Intelligent Radio. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Freedom Fan Club members get premium content and on-demand access to their favorite local shows. Just click podcasts at am12athepatriot.com. There, you can get access to a very deep archive of interviews and shows of all kinds, including, by the way, the last, I don't know, year or two of Northern Alliance broadcasts. So don't compare us to lesser stations. We are in a league of our own, and the podcasts are just part of it. 651-289-448 is the number to call. You can also join us, by the way, on hashtag NARN Show. That's NARN Show. On Twitter, Gab, MeWe, and Getter, but not Parlor because it's pining for the fjords, and not Mastodon because (laughs) who cares? Anyway, we had a caller offline who apparently had second thoughts and, and hung up before he could be uh, gotten on, to, on on the air, who responded 
uh, this is being passed to me in, in a virtual game of telephone through the control room wall here, but uh, who said, well, the reason that the governor and uh, the DFL don't uh, d- don't uh, come to you for feedback is you don't matter. You're the minority. The DFL has a trifecta and, and uh, you have nothing. And which is true. I mean, elections matter. And if you have the trifecta at the state level, uh, if you have the governor who signs all the laws and runs the executive branch and manages the regulatory apparatus, and you have the legislature, the House and the Senate, that pass the laws that those executive branch apparatuses, apparati, bits and pieces, manage, then you don't have to listen to the other side, which, I mean, it's exactly what I expected from the DFL. See, the thing is, uh, the the reason I bring it up is, yes, I understand that uh, mystery caller who departed the show bright and early, uh, unfortunately, because I do sincerely like to reach out to people who disagree with me to to carry out those disagreements, debate them rationally on the air. But, well, I can debate in absentia as, as well as the next guy. The Here's the problem with that. Governor Waltz. I mean, it's not a problem. It's it's an inconsistency. It's a it's a bit of hypocrisy, uh, or it's 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 a messaging flub that needs to be mocked and taunted. Governors, you'll you'll notice that when Governor Waltz, uh, co-governors Waltz and Flanagan, actually won the trifecta, they they ran to their motto, which is "Suck it, Republicans." No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Their motto was one Minnesota. So as I pointed out at the time, the motto one Minnesota can mean one of two things. It can mean the idealistic interpretation of, of the phrase one Minnesota. I mean, we're all one Minnesota, even though even though that you, you have the complete trifecta, you, you have all the power in the state of Minnesota. We, the, the DFL majority, realize that we do, in fact, govern for all Minnesotans. That we are not, we're not dictators. We're not absolute monarchs. This state is not our political science class project to play around with and and experiment with pulling levers and pushing buttons and see what happens. We are custodians who benefited from a brief, let's just say, spate of sentiment about various issues that led them to uh, a one-vote majority in the Senate and a four vote majority in the House that could have flipped the other way with a few thousand votes either way. That would be a smart way of looking. That would be that would be the sincere idealistic way of defining one Minnesota. The less sincere and more cynical version of one Minnesota is we are we are Minnesota and if you don't like it, you can lump it. Uh, or or as As I compared it to, seeing that the DFL was going to take this like it or lump it, we have all the power, we own this state attitude that they've had, I I found the parallels between the the, the phrase, the the saying, the, the slogan, one Minnesota, and the fact that slogans related to unity are very common, in fact, almost universally common among totalitarian authoritarian, a totalitarian, um, dictatorial regimes. I mean, when I saw one Minnesota emanating from the governor, I thought, huh, sounds to me like 
ein Volk, ein Reich, ein Deutschland. One, one people, one empire, one Germany. I mean, that was, that was, uh, that was the Nazi slogan in the 1930s. Hey, you made a Nazi reference. Yeah, I did. Calls for unity that aren't based around the notion of compromising with people you disagree with are, should be seen cynically. I remember I was on a, a talk show years ago, probably 15, close to 15 years ago now, and uh, the, the host had uh, myself. It was a large panel discussion, and one of, the, one, of the, uh, one of the panelists was someone that could be charitably described as, as someone who supported Black Lives Matter. And his line was, well, what we need is unity. We all need to get together and pull in the same direction. We need unity in our society. And I said, so when you say unity, that means this, this united front that you want to put together will, will include some feedback, some ideas, some perspectives from Republicans. Oh, no, Republicans are BS, except he didn't use the abbreviation. But I can't do that because this is a Salem station. But you all know. We're all grownups. You know exactly what he said. And he said it. I mean, he said the quiet part out loud, as the kids are saying these days. Democ- uh, DFL rule is DFL rule. This is them jamming down their will on a state that whose trifecta they won by not the barest possible margin, but pretty close to it. So as the caller, our, our phantom mysterious caller who disappeared before he could be put on the air said, if I paraphrasing him correctly, yeah, the DFL is ruling like they control everything and the opposition doesn't matter, which lives down to my expectations. I will be perfectly honest. I expected no better from a DFL majority. And yeah, you are saying the quiet part out loud. Government for people with this attitude, not to impose thoughts onto the caller, but government that has the attitude that the DFL quite clearly has that they're messaging trumpets at every turn. Yeah, we we got everything we wanted to, and we're going to keep doing it. I mean, it's their right to do. Elections have consequences, and we elected. The consequences of, of this state's last election are a power-mad regime, a regime that seeks to get and exercise and protect power. Show me where I'm wrong, 651-289-4488 or hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. I, I, I brought around this by a, a tweet that came out ostensibly from Governor Klink this past week, talking about downtown uh, earlier in this segment here. And Governor Klink came out uh, last Thursday with a tweet saying, when I'm asked why young people should move to Minnesota, oh, by the way, they're not. I mean, there was We talked about this, what, two, three, three, four weeks ago. Young people are leaving Minnesota. Not, I mean, the IRS has told us that people in their prime earning years are leaving faster than they're coming to the state. I mean, the state is, is having an income deficit of in the billions of dollars, which if you're about the business of raising state budgets by 40% after the, 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 deficit, uh, the surplus is spent, uh, that should be of interest to you. But beyond that, I mean, the state is eating its seed corn. Young people are leaving the state to go to college. And Governor Klink, uh, presume, I mean, I don't think he wrote this. 
and I'll tell you why. He tweeted last Thursday, quote, when I'm asked why young people should move to Minnesota, I tell them we're, sorry, I got to stuff something in my face and take a selfie. Cheese. All right. Uh, when I'm asked why young people should move to Minnesota, I tell them we're, quote, uh, protecting rights, not taking them away, making a generational investment in housing, establishing paid leave, preparing Minnesotans to enter high growth jobs from education to health care. I mean, you listen to that. And I say this as someone who not that long ago was a young person who moved to Minnesota. And I look at this and I think this was not written by someone who was ever a young person looking to move to another state. If you are someone who was ever 18, 20, 22, and living someplace other than where you ended up in another year or two, what was it who brought, that brought you there? I mean, Governor Clicks is protecting rights, not taking them away. Well, what rights? The right to, the right to abort a fetus, the, the right to negate an out-of-state custody order. That doesn't matter as much to teenagers, to 20-somethings, to college graduates as being able to find a job and afford a place to live. Which brings us to, quote, making a generational investment in housing. Generational investments uh, is, is a code word for transferring money to DFL nonprofits in the city. That's it. Affordable housing is not affordable. It's subsidized. Someone pays for it. But if you look at an at a, at a affordable housing project, it costs more than market rate housing to build and to maintain and do everything with. And it doesn't affect you if you're just out of college looking for a place to move. Establishing paid leave, you want to have a job before you can get you take leave from it. And preparing Minnesotans to enter high-growth jobs, well, where are the jobs? What is the destination if you're a young person coming to Minnesota? I say this as someone who's raised a couple of them and who was one himself not all that long ago. One of mine left the state. There's a reason for that. Northern Alliance AM12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on all your school essentials from notebooks to markers. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, portable tech, and travel size personal items. Plus, save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. And now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off document printing when you spend $40 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 930. Exclusions and restrictions apply. See associate or visit staples.com slash print for details. 21 days of beauty 21 days with daily beauty steals of up to 50 percent off 21 days of slay 21 days of yay 21 days of are you kidding me right now beauty's biggest event is on now till september 16th at ulta beauty discover irresistible deals on must-have brands like it cosmetics and fenty beauty by rihanna plus new launches from pat mcgrath labs shop in store online or pick up today ulta beauty the possibilities are beautiful conditions apply
Time is running out to join us in Israel this fall. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. We'll visit amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk the streets of Jerusalem, tracing back the steps of Jesus and his disciples float in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of each and every site and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand With Israel Tour. Sign up today to travel with Dennis and me this October. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. When it comes to investing in your house, do you want to know what one of the most confusing items there is to make decisions on? Windows. We are talking massive price swings, every salesperson telling you something vastly different, and very little useful information online, which opens the door for salespeople to overcharge you. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes, an expert on your side. I've worked with many of the top window brands and installers in the Twin Cities and can give you the pros and cons of each. That's what you get when you call me to stop by and measure your windows. We'll talk options that best fit your needs, whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, and you'll receive quotes from multiple contractors just a few days later. There's no obligation to buy, but if you do, I'll be there to help you write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, I provide the same free service for siding and roofing. Window lead times are extra long right now, so set up an appointment today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. New guy, Jack Comzak, coming up at the top of the hour, 3 o'clock. Who he's going to have on his show? You never know. All we know is it's going to be a great interview. Jack Tomzak, 3 o'clock every Saturday. So... This past week, I got into a discussion about Liz Collins' book, uh, They're Lying. Uh, her, By the way, Liz, of course, former Channel 4 correspondent who uh, moved on to Alpha News, uh, realized her true conservative calling and, and is the perhaps the foremost conservative mainstream media reporter in the Twin Cities today. She wrote a book about the, uh, about, it came out probably uh, over a year ago now, about the uh, about the George Floyd murder and the trial of Derek Chauvin and, and so forth and so on. Now, I will say this. I, of course, Liz Collin, I've, wor- I've worked with Liz Collin. We did election night coverage last year. She has sat in on this program in the past. She's been a guest host and did a fantastic job for a TV person. <laughs> Kidding. She was really good. Um, and by the way, yeah, TV people sometimes have a hard time adapting to radio. So, yeah, Liz, Liz did pretty darn good, actually. I did get to listen to a bit of it even though I was out of town. Uh, it's been a little over a year since uh, she uh, put her book out there. They're lying about her investigation into the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, and I will say this, as, as a fundamentally libertarian conservative, someone from the Charles C.W. Cook wing of the, of the conservative movement, I accept that two things can be true at the same time. I mean, the death of George Floyd three years ago had a lot of gray areas. And if you don't recognize those gray areas on one side or the other, you're part of the problem. And I say this with all due respect to those of you on the on the right 
and all due contempt for those of you on the left, those of you who say it was nothing but murder. Well, oh no, there's gray areas here, folks. And the Hennepin County establishment twisted and lied through their teeth to avoid sharing. And by Hennepin County establishment, I mean the DFLers who, you know, run Minneapolis and Hennepin County twisted and turned and went through logical gymnastics that uh, that an Olympic caliber gymnast would have a hard team keeping up with to uh, avoid sharing liability with Derek Chauvin and his co-defendants. I mean, the fact is, and I say this as a libertarian conservative who believes that police need to operate within the guardrails that the rest of society sets while 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 getting protected by them. It's a balance. It truly is. And part of that balance is, yeah, cops have to behave. They have to follow the rules, same as everyone else. Now, I got into a discussion about this with oh, I don't know, a, uh, a, a DFL operative, shall we say, somebody who works in the, I believe, last I checked, the nonprofit industrial complex, who referred me to a review of the book. Uh, I mean, he, he poo-pooed the book, and I said, well, really? Why? What factual, what, what facts did Liz Collin get wrong? And this person, who is a modestly well-known behind-the-scenes macher among the uh, the DFL foot soldiers, shall we say, uh, referred me to this uh, review in a basically a website, a glorified group blog called The Racket, which is sort of an online publication that tries to fill some of the space that, that City Pages or Twin Cities Reader or Cake or Rake or pulse or twin cities night beat or what else just keep listing off those old freebie tabloids that used to be yeah used to be sitting in piles at the record stores uh, they they a bunch of them would come and go every couple of years and of course the city pages went on and on and on forever twin cities reader was another one of them uh this is an attempt to build one of those online it employs a bunch of i think they try and do a lot of culture and music coverage and and book reviews as well now this review by a woman named deb copperud uh, was one of the many attempts to come up with an online replacement for the City Pages article. It's billed as a review, but it's not really. Um, the subheading kind of tips you off. Quote, with sources like convicted murderer Derek Chauvin and his mother, the former Channel 4 reporter serves up red meat to alpha news junkies in, quote, they're lying. Now, I'm not sure the editors, if indeed they exist, at Racket, Caught the irony of the juxtaposition of the of the their, their little their little chortle about the sourcing with the title of the article, and I quote Liz Collins High School Classmate Reviews Her Stupid New Book. That's credibility for you. <laughs> Just for fun. I, I I read through this review and it was a long well, it was long. It wasn't much a review. In fact, it it had an interesting ending that you kind of had to wait to the bottom for. Uh, I kept count of the logical fallacies, you know, ad homina, appeals to authority, credentialism, which I I wrote it. By the way, I have the the link to the piece I wrote about this at uh, shotinthedark.info on the show post for today. Uh, I'm going to start with a quote, which I thought was kind of interesting. Ties in with something I've been talking about for a few uh, weeks here. And I quote, 
Ms. Copperud, quote, I am not the target audience for local journalist Liz Collins' debut book, They're Lying, The Media, the Left, and the Death of George Floyd. I read it because I'm a longtime lefty Minneapolis resident, and I take perverse enjoyment in the opinions of suburbanites who denigrate the city as a burned-up, carjacked wasteland. Well, I'll meet Ms. Copperud halfway. As a longer-time, I'm going to guess, resident of St. Paul, I take even more perverse enjoyment watching people who live in just a Pull an example out of a hat, leafy green upper middle class enclaves like, say, southwest Minneapolis, which a casual Google showed with information put out, in fact, by the neighborhood's senator and the and the no, I believe the House um, House majority leader, Jamie Long, is from this district, southwest Minneapolis, the part of Minneapolis starting around Lake Harriet. And going down to the crosstown, you know, the nice part of Minneapolis, uh, a part that I, I mean, you could describe it as the nice part of Minneapolis, or you could even more accurately recall, uh, call it a, an urban life theme park. I, and and I, I take even more perverse pleasure watching people who come from urban life theme parks chortling about suburbanites. I'll meet you halfway. Minneapolis is not a carjacked wreck, least of all in southwest Minneapolis. Meet you out on East Lake sometime. Anyway, that's the first ad hominem of many. Uh, Quote, as a professionally unsuccessful performer, classmate of Collins, I followed her career. It it turns out that that they come from the same town, Worthington, Minnesota. Uh, and, And she, with that in mind, I uh, talked about how she followed Liz Collins' career, her career at the Channel 4, marriage to Bob Kroll, the former president of the Minnesota uh, Minneapolis Police Officers Union, and, quote, downgraded a career from CCO Darling to Alpha News right-wing shill, that's ad hominem number two, plus books from low-rent vanity publishers are funny and make me feel grammatically superior to their authors. Well, good. It's good to have a purpose in life. Um, now, while talking about shills for vanity publishers, it's worth pointing out that Copperwood writes for Rocket and does a podcast. The lowest budget media there is. No word, I mean, on their budgets. I have no idea for either outlet what kind of money they're throwing around. But I don't know. As someone who published a book, going through the big prestige publishers just does not pay the bills these days. Just ask Ed Morrissey or Katie Kiefer sometime here <laughs> how, how, how going through one of the prestige publishers uh, translates in economic terms. It, it Tell you, talk of my dad who publishes a new book every year, does it himself, and turns a profit. Anyway, uh, the, the, art, the article goes on and on. And in fact contradicts itself over and over. Quote, Colin does acknowledge the idea the video looks bad, but she refutes the optics with dubious arguments that accuse all the major players from former chief of police, Madaria Arredondo, Jacob Fry, uh, Mike Freeman, the former Hennepin County prosecutor, and Attorney General Keith Ellison of engaging in a vast left-wing conspiracy to victimize the MPD officers who were called to cup foods. Now, let's take a moment to point out a simple fact. Inconvenient to both sides of this discussion. Two things can be true at the same time. In fact, it's possible for more than two things to be both contradictory and true at the same time. In this case, we're talking four things. 
Minneapolis Police Department does have a long history of bad behavior. They just do. Liz Collin may take umbrage at me saying that. It's an objective fact. There is a long history of problematic behavior. It's not the majority of officers, but it's enough to cause you to, to, to sit up and look. Number two, George Floyd was not the sainted figure that big Minneapolis left has been turning him into for the last three years. He was a human. And like all humans, he had his flaws. And some of those flaws were pretty big ones. Not to say he's not redeemable. Not to say he's not a child of the same God who made us all. Not to say he deserved to die. Which, by the way, was established at trial. He did not. Uh, Number three. Bob Kroll's job, what he was the head of the Minneapolis Police Union, was to defend his officers. Just like Denise Specht defends her teachers at all costs, no matter what, no ma- without nuance, without question. Just as Javier Murillo defends his SEIU members without a whole lot of gray area or ifs, ands, or buts. And finally... Minneapolis and Hennepin County leadership have made being in law enforcement and by extension life in the neighborhoods that unlike Deb Copperud's neighborhood in leafy green placid Southwest Minneapolis, uh, her urban theme park uh, outside neighborhoods like that, the, the, the difficulties that the establishment from governor all the way down to police chief, have brought to Minneapolis, have made very life difficult in not southwest Minneapolis, but north Minneapolis, East Lake, uh, the places where the riots, you know, were. I mean, that's not that controversial, is it? Uh, by the way, we, we, we could carry on through this, but... Uh, Deb Copperwood goes on from there. It's time to, to get to a break. I want to get out of this here real quick because the, 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 the conclusion is hilarious in its own little old way. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Find intelligent talk anytime by streaming AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief. 
Feel the difference. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Visit dependonam.com. I'm Pastor Alan Jackson. When it comes to supporting local food banks or raising money for those in need, our listeners know they can count on this station to lend a helping hand. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for a connection. A new bill in Congress would ensure AM radio remains free in our vehicles. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Visit dependonam.com. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call, should you care to join us. Why, yeah, Jimmy Buffett died this last week. Actually, yesterday, the age of 76. I was never what you'd call a mellow person at all. Maybe you figured that out. But Jimmy Buffett made that that particular approach to life sound pretty good. I mean, if you can sell me on it, you can sell anyone on it. Let's be honest. By the way, my band Elephant in the Room playing tonight at Excelsior Brewing in Excelsior. And yeah, we've never played this song, but we're going to try and hack our way through it tonight. Which is why I'm listening right now, trying to make sure I got the chord progression down. I believe I do. <laughs> anyway, stop it out and see us at Excelsior Brewing tonight. We're looking forward to it. We, had, we played out there a couple of months ago, back in July. We had a blast. We're hoping to have another blast tonight. Uh, we were at uh, Neeson's and Savage last night. I mean, Labor Day weekend is always, let's just say, an interesting time in bars. But fingers crossed we should have a decent crowd out there. So if you're out in the western burbs or can get there in between now and, I don't know, 730-ish, hope you do. We're going to have a great time out there. So, uh, and by the way, uh, next Friday, this coming Friday, we're going to be playing out at the Coon Rapids VFW. So if you want to try some more of that after Labor Day music vibe, and you're up in the northern burbs as opposed to the far west, I hope you can join us. By the way, we had two great gigs last week, uh, including one by surprise. We played Big Guy Barbecue uh, Roadhouse in uh, Hudson, North Hudson, across from Stillwater last Saturday. The night before that, (laughs) that was a wild one. As of 3 in the afternoon, I had a free Friday night. At 3.15, someone said, hey, a band canceled. 
by 345, we were booked. And by 9 o'clock, we were playing. We played the doghouse in Maplewood. We had a blast. I mean, last-minute thing, no publicity, but we had a pretty decent crowd. Some of them followed us out to Neeson's last night, in fact, which is definitely an evening well spent for us here. Great to see you all out there. Hope you can make it out to Excelsior tonight or Coon Rapids VFW next Friday night. That's before we're on the air again here. So hope you can do that. So we're talking about Deb Copperwood's review of Liz Collins. Uh, they're lying, her book about the uh, uh, Chauvin trial and the murder of George Floyd. And I'll leave it to you to read the whole thing. I I, I wrote a detailed review of the <clears throat> review at shotinthedark.info. I left a link on the show post today. Uh, and And... The review, such as it is, bounces back and forth between Copperud throwing out her opinion about how things seem to her, absent any objective, reportable fact, and suppositions of hers that just don't seem to add up. For example, uh, I quote, Colin centers herself as a victim of, quote, the media and the left, comma, taking particular umbrage at her former employer, accusing Channel 4's management of having a liberal political agenda. She blasts the four for requiring reporters to interview racially diverse subjects, for issuing a disclaimer about her marriage on crime and policing stories, and for taking her off the anchor desk. She writes, quote, I was blacklisted. I went from being a familiar face on the four down to being on the news barely a minute a day. The victim narrative continues, says Copperud. But wait. The list of actions that, that Copperud herself lists which echoes the list of allegations that Liz Collin makes when she discusses her end of her career at the four. Sounds suspiciously like Liz Collin was, in fact, the recipient of a dirty deal. I mean, you think that Ford doesn't have a liberal agenda? Are Collins' assertions wrong? I, a, a quote that, that Copperwood herself runs is, quote, they started insulting me personally for the color of my hair and skin, Colin writes. Was that not true? I mean, Deb Copperud, wherever you are, you put it in your review. Was it untrue? Quote, she portrays Kroll as a malign target who suffers online burns from bullies like former police chief Jenna Harto and Twitter troll, blah, 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 or, or that. Was that not true? Hard to say. Uh Kroll and Collins address, uh, after Kroll and Collins address is doxxed, the cancel culture vultures protest outside their home in Hugo. Activist and attorney Nakima Levy-Armstrong, quote, segregated people, end quote, and had blacks, yes, that's Collins' actual word, says Copperhood, kneel in front of a flagpole on Collins' front lawn. Now, that actually did happen in real life. It happened. It's on film from <clears throat> Liberal Channel 4. And at least one other TV station that I've seen is—is is that in dispute? Chauvin uh, says Copperwood positions himself, positions himself uh, as usage cop uh, is is using that uh, as yet another victim. Quote: When Derek Chauvin heard about Arredondo's public indictment, Colin writes, "Quote: He said lots knew how they were stacking the deck against me." Ms. Copper, it's still a free country, more or less. No thanks to Minneapolis liberals like yourselves. Chauvin can say what he wants. He still gets to do that. He may be in prison, but he still has some semblance of free speech. 
Here's the part that I think ends. And, and, and by the way, you go through the review, such as it is. The main points are Copperwood and Colin grew, uh, Colin grew up near each other. People then didn't practice the sort of orthodoxy about talking about race relations that Copperwood now finds absolutely required to be in polite society 30 years ago in Worthington. And by the way, dissenting from that orthodoxy, which is acquired in some varieties of college or another, or sometimes work, or something, 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 is grounds for relentless, nuance-free, either-or sorting of people. No gray area, no argument, no inquiry, no intellectual disagreement of any kind need apply. So, to sum it up, Deb Copper, Tars, Colin, uh, for the behavior of people who weren't Liz Collin, people around whom they both grew up, I mean, People that you could tar copper root herself with if being around people who believe icky pooey things is is indicts you in any way. Now, here's the part that's interesting. All of this, you read through this dog's breakfast of political correct sloganeering and feelings. You come all the way through this and find that copper road seems to have buried the lead. And I quote. I have to admit, Collins, journalism is competent, dogged, and detailed. I expected dubious research, while Collins sometimes footnotes sources that blur the boundaries of credibility. Uh, like what? The New York Post, Alpha News, Heritage Foundation, Crime Watch, Minneapolis. Uh, boundaries of credibility that are entirely parochial, I think, is what you, you didn't mean to say, but is what you meant. And Why? Does the writer for that bastion of reason, Rocket.com, have any reason beyond ideological chauvinism? Oh, by the way, she also throws in this bit here. Most of the citations are sound. One would take serious issue with her sourcing, uh, but she got the facts right. A critical review that says she got the facts right just says it in ways that offend your politically correct sensitivities. This is the modern left. Jack Tomzak up next. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Unlock a healthier, happier you. Join Dr. Carrie Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM 1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your eyes. Learn more by visiting drkerrygelb.com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin, and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start playing. Remember, it's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. We are AM 1280, the Patriot. AM 1280, the Patriot.